This is Asa Hutchinson, Governor of Arkansas, and you're listening to the Arkansas, Inc. podcast. Welcome to the Arkansas, Inc. podcast, where we discuss the latest topics and trends in economic development with subject matter experts and influencers from across the nation and around the world. Welcome to the Arkansas, Inc. podcast. I'm Mike Preston, Arkansas Secretary of Commerce and Executive Director of the Arkansas Economic Development Commission. Today we have a very special guest on the podcast, Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson. Governor Hutchinson is the 46th governor of the state of Arkansas, and we like to refer to him as the CEO of our state. He's won recognition for the state as a leader in computer science education. His administration has led efforts to pass legislation providing a total of more than $250 million in income tax relief for 100% of Arkansans, with more on the way. He led the first comprehensive effort to transform and trim state government since 1972, and Governor Hutchinson has been a tremendous champion of economic development. Since January 2015, the Arkansas Economic Development Commission through Governor Hutchinson's leadership, has signed incentive agreements with 546 new and expanding companies. These 546 projects have resulted in approximately 25,000 new jobs for Arkansans, and these companies have invested a collective total of $10.9 billion of capital into our state. His experience has established him as a national resource for his expertise on trade, energy, national security, and education. The governor is the current chair of the National Governors Association. He is the former co-chair of the Council of Governors and the former chairman of the Interstate Oil and Gas Compact Commission, Southern States Energy Board, and the Southern Regional Education Board. Governor Hutchinson, welcome to the Arkansas Inc. podcast. Uh, Mike, it is uh, great to be with you, and it is really super to be talking about economic development, jobs, and uh, all those things that I ran for governor to uh, work on. Governor, again, thank you for joining us. So let's dive right in and and talk about economic development. So why has economic development been so important to you during your time as governor? Well, it's been important because I see that as the linchpin of our success. Uh, Whether you want to improve education, you need to have a growing economy. You need to have a spirit of growth Uh, so that you have uh, additional revenues that can support uh, education. If you want to focus on public safety, we can be successful in all of those areas if our economy is growing and expanding. And because of that, we have more people working with better paying jobs. And so I see that as just critical to the well-being of our state. And uh, it's also uh, a little bit of my history that I grew up on a farm Uh, up in northwest Arkansas, and, you know, people who worked on the farm also had to have a separate job uh, because you couldn't make your living just off the farm. And so we always look for factory jobs or employment uh, that you can have some side uh, income besides just the farm income. And I remember that my dad had to leave on a Monday morning to go over to Tulsa because that was the closest job he could find. And he worked there during the week and came home. And you never forget things like that. And to me, it's important that people of Arkansas that love our geography, they love their community, they need jobs there. And so all of that is about family. It's about community. It's about growth. What a great story. And it's really evident to show that how things have come full circle. Now you have people coming from Oklahoma to northwest Arkansas to go to work because that's where the jobs are. Well, it is. And I recall, of course, I've been in 
politics and public service for a long time. And uh, the story 10, 20 years ago was that our high school graduates or our college graduates, they would be going to Kansas City, Dallas, uh, for employment, and we would lose them. We would educate them, but their best-paying jobs were not in Arkansas. That has totally reversed. It is reversed, and you're right. You know, we have uh, folks from Texas, uh, Austin, Tulsa, everybody coming here to work because we're creating jobs. They're creating jobs elsewhere, but our our Kansans can stay here. There's plenty of opportunity here. Well, Governor, I know we've had a, a lot of um Big economic development wins during your administration. Some of these will will be generational, and jobs will be here for a long time. What are a couple that you know stick out to you as some of your favorites, or you know just maybe how the project all came together that you'd like to to talk about and share with the audience? Well, you know, probably uh, one of the most memorable to me is the first. Uh, you always think about well, what was our first great success and. Whenever I was in a a debate, uh, they asked me, well, what are you going to do your first day in office? And I said, I'm going to call six CEOs from around the country on my first day in office, invite them to come do business in Arkansas. And I made that pledge, and so I did it. And, of course, uh, you provided me, Mike, uh, your team, you know, six uh, names of companies. And uh, I made those calls on the first day. And on the first day, uh, I called Ron Cohen, who is the CEO of Sig Sauer, great firearm manufacturing company, uh, historic in name uh, from uh, New Hampshire. And I said, have you ever thought about doing business uh, in Arkansas or the South? And he said, no, I haven't. Well, one year later after that, uh, they announced their first expansion uh, in the South, uh, which was creating a ammunition manufacturing facility in Jacksonville. And it started a small number of jobs, 50, but it's grown, it's grown. They've got more contracts because of the great workforce here. And so Sig Sauer and the firearms industry has been transformational in terms of us being able to market uh, Arkansas as a premier location to manufacture firearms. We've got others, Remington, and and we've got some really specialty firearms company uh, up in Berryville that's a homegrown Ar- Arkansas. But that's been special to see the growth there. And then also, uh, as you know, Mike, and when I recruited you, you said that you like to compete and you like to win. And uh, it's always a special uh, joy whenever you, you know you're competing with other states and you can win. And, you know, even uh, uh, the investment that we have with Simmons Industry up in Gentry, which is over a thousand jobs, and we had to compete with other states uh, for that. Uh, And it's a significant investment, but it also is the most modern, advanced, technologically uh, sound uh, investment uh, for a new uh, facility. And that was over 1,500 jobs, a $300 million investment. But we had to compete uh, with Oklahoma and other states uh, for uh, that success. So those are just a couple, but there's many. And every one of them that we can win makes a difference for our families in Arkansas. Well, Governor, I appreciate that and proud of all those uh, announcements and wins. And, and that Sig Sauer story is just fantastic. And, um, you know, Ron Cohen is a great individual, and they've continued to grow their company since that, that one phone call that you made. And as you said, 50 jobs originally now. I think they have about 400 jobs in Jacksonville and are just bursting at the seams there and could, could expand even further. Um, and I'll sure the listeners would enjoy hearing this. 
those calls do go well, but sometimes they don't go so well and, and we get told no. So I, I recall that first day that we might have put one in front of you that was a European company. I don't remember if it was French or German, but no one on the other end spoke English. Yeah, it was actually a, a Japanese company. A ja- okay. And, and we, we talked to their CEO and uh, yeah, he didn't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I say that this is uh, sometimes you do uh, calls of someone who is very, very interested yeah. uh, in coming to Arkansas or expansion, so it's a hot lead. Uh, but then everybody who's in sales understand cold calls as well, and so that's good to do sometimes. <laughs> you know, you just call them up and say, hey, I'm the governor, and have you thought about doing business in Arkansas? And not everyone's a success, but everyone is important, and it might lead to success down the road. That's right. Well, and we've always made sure now that if um, it's a language barrier, we have a, an interpreter on the line or are handy just in case we need it. So, Governor, is as we go out and, and sell Arkansas, and you're you're the lead salesperson from the state. Whenever you go on, you, what do we tell companies or pers- uh, prospective people coming to our state? Why come to Arkansas? Why is Arkansas a good place to do business? The most important uh, thing that uh, sells Arkansas is the relationships that we have. That we're a state that uh, we like to know the governor, we know the secretary of commerce, and so businesses can call the top and say, we got a problem, can you get it fixed for us, or can you address this issue? Uh, And so that's why it's important for the governor to make a call to the CEO, because they understand immediately we're accessible, we want them here, and just the knowledge that we want their business in Arkansas means a lot to them. And then we sell Arkansas because we've got a workforce that is skilled, particularly in manufacturing. They're hardworking. They have farm backgrounds, many of them, and they understand work. And that's the critical link for any uh, business or industry is knowing that they're going to have a reliable workforce. And then we're we're very friendly in terms of regulation. Uh, I've geared all of my cabinet and uh, our environmental quality folks that regulate some of the industry to make sure that we're in partnership with business and not treating them like the enemy. If they become a bad actor, that changes things. But that kind of cooperative spirit uh, means a lot to the businesses that we recruit. So we touched on this a little bit, and, and that's uh, your passion for computer science education, all the work that you've done there. Talk to us a little bit about what has been done on computer science education and then maybe how we've been able to benefit from that in economic development and really use that as a selling point for Arkansas, that we're leading edge, cutting edge for um, uh, computer science education in that pipeline of talent. Well, it starts with the fact that every company you recruit is really a technology company. Mm -hmm. Now, they might uh, be in manufacturing, but uh, they'll be using robotics. And robotics, they need to have uh, people that understand software, computer science, the technology of it. Uh, If they're in agriculture, they're using uh, software. And so uh, computer science translates Uh, into every industry that you recruit, and they understand the need to get uh, workers that not only can work a machine, 
but also can understand the software that might go with that machine. So it's really an advantage for us. Secondly, when Arkansas is known nationally in any education category, Mm -hmm. that's a great story, and people appreciate that success. And so our computer science initiative has far exceeded my expectations in terms of the students who take it, that embrace it, they're trained, but also the fact that it helps us to recruit technology companies, but also sends a good signal to any company that's looking to locate because of that investment in education. And it has really helped us uh, uh, in uh, becoming a real a micro hub of technology companies uh, in central Arkansas, particularly in Northwest. And I know uh, other parts of the states are really working on that, but we've had success in actually technology companies moving from California to Arkansas because of that talent and uh, the opportunities here. Well, Governor, I, I, as an economic developer, I, I really appreciate that. I know that was an initiative that you had early on, and, and our team has, has really you know bought into that and leveraged it every way we can to sell Arkansas and sell that point. So kudos to you and your vision for, for bringing that in and making that part of your platform and the administration. It's helped our job in economic development and made it that much easier. Shifting gears a little bit, I know that on, on everyone's mind for the last 19 months now is, is obviously the pandemic and COVID-19. And we were kind of just getting into the COVID and, and there were so many uncertainties and businesses were closing and people were not sure what to do. We were all getting a lot of calls uh, from businesses saying, would you, you know, classify us as uh, essential? We have to stay open. We can't sh- can't shut down and we're looking at it and and I remember you you turned to me and and you from that point I say coined the phrase said my in Arkansas all business is essential and you made that decision and and it was you know a tough decision at the time but you you kept our economy going uh, you took a very data driven approach and measured approach and and how you managed during the pandemic to assess the needs of the the health pandemic that we're in, but also the economic crisis. So talk to us a little bit about, you know, that decision and keeping businesses open and what that's meant for Arkansas businesses and kind of how our economy is now faring better than a lot uh, of our competitors around us who didn't take that same approach. Well, time and time again, you'll see industries that just the fact they didn't have to close. And everybody was worried when the pandemic started and shoppers were not going out. Mm-hmm. But just the ability to stay open meant that they ha- they had a future in their business. They didn't have to close. They didn't have to uh, lay off uh, their workers. And so it made a big, big difference whenever we kept our economy going. And we had to defend it uh, nationally. I wanted to explain it because I was convinced it was the right decision that I made at the time. And I think as history looks back on this pandemic that we'll see that those states that uh, stayed open, that kept their economy moving and uh, didn't try to delineate uh, essential and non-essential businesses really got uh, off to a much better start whenever we started coming back uh, out of the pandemic and creating jobs again. I also just wanted to add, uh, you know, whenever the pandemic hit in uh, March of 2020, you and I had just uh, returned from India, mm-hmm. our first trip uh, over there, and we had a great uh, company that was ready to locate their manufacturing facility in Arkansas. The announcement was all ready to go. Well, 
Uh, obviously, uh, they couldn't travel when the pandemic hit, and uh, that project went by the wayside. So we did lose some projects because of that pandemic, and I'm just thrilled to be able to get back to uh, making those calls again, uh, supporting uh, your team's effort in economic development. Uh, but the fact that we can look back and say, you got a much uh, greater chance of keeping your businesses open here. We're not putting in the uh, mandates that uh, other states have done mm-hmm. in terms of businesses. is a good signal for them. They know it's a business-friendly state, but also one that uh, wants to support them in staying open and balancing that with the public health needs that are obvious. And so, you know, coming out of the pandemic, a lot of states find themselves in a, a financial crisis in their state, and they're having to use the uh, the CARES funds or the ARP funds to uh, fill budget gaps and, and budget holes. Talk to us a little bit about how we've performed as a state, because we just had the new numbers come out last month, and I believe it's 31 consecutive months now that we've beat our revenue projections. So we have funds that we've put aside into our savings account, into restrictive reserve. We're looking at doing more tax cuts. Talk a little bit about the, the financial strength of a state, and maybe what does that mean to a CEO who's looking to, to move his or her company into a state that the state is a good player as well, and how important that those uh, the having good numbers in that area is. That's something that uh, I market whenever I talk to the CEOs. I tell them that the state has a surplus. Uh, we're not going to be running deficits, and uh, particularly whenever the uh, the business is located in a state that doesn't have those balanced budget practices, that resonates in their ear. Because whenever you're running a deficit in many states, that means that they're going to have to address that at some point. It could be raising taxes. So whenever uh, we're consistent in balancing our budget, we create a surplus here, they know the state is a reliable partner that's going to be steady in their path. It's also not going to have to cut back on education. Uh, Even Oklahoma that had the downturn, they had to uh, cut education expenses. Arizona got in trouble on that. And we've been steady even during the pandemic each year, our investment education has increased. So that solid partnership is uh, encouraging to uh, CEOs. And you're right, uh, it's been remarkable. Uh, whenever I became governor, we had zero dollars in savings. And now we have $1.2 billion that's been wow. accumulated even through this pandemic. Uh, we've lowered taxes during that time. And we're going to lower taxes again. And, uh, and so it's a great partner And it's a signal that we manage our state from a budget standpoint, which means we're applying some good business principles to state government. Well, Governor, you've um, you've been very proactive in marketing and recruiting the state, and and shown a willingness and a commitment to to travel and go outside even our country to do so. And uh, I think prior to the pandemic, we were averaging about three international trips per year, uh, usually two that were further away, and one maybe you know Mexico and Cuba a little bit closer. Just tell me a little bit about you know some of the uh, the experiences that you've had on those trips, and what does that mean to be able to sell Arkansas around the world, and anything in particular that you're looking forward to now that we're able to travel again in places that we're going to go as a state and really help promote and push our brand awareness. Well, and that's it. Uh, you know, it's about uh, marketing the state. Mm-hmm. And it's really important for me as governor, as CEO, to be out there with my key administration officials because we make the connections. We tell them about Arkansas. And Arkansas's 
quite frankly, it's just not New York and California that everybody's heard of. They know where they are and they know what uh, what's there. Uh, but we we have to uh, get in front of them and tell them what an incredible state that we have. And when we do, they uh, understand it. And uh, without any doubt, our experience has been that uh, whenever they have an expansion opportunity, Arkansas will be on the list to consider. But whenever you look at what we offer, I think the, the key thing is that people are surprised at the global connections and the global outlook that a state like Arkansas has. Whenever you identify Walmart and Tyson's that are global enterprises, our agriculture that goes all over the globe, uh, you can look at Dassault Falcon Jet, you look at our aero defense industry, all of that people understand and they say, wow, there's a global presence right there in Arkansas that's got a global outlook and it's a good place that they can do business. So uh, we have to be out there, though, because we're competing with a lot of other states that have a significant presence as well. And the lesson from my time as governor over the last uh, seven years is that it pays off. It pays off uh, great dividends for our state. Governor, we, we all thank you as Arkansans for your willingness to, to do that. And, and being on these trips with you, I know how grueling they are and exhausting. And, and forgive us because we always you know overbook the schedule and we don't leave many, many gaps in there. But um, one thing we always try to do when we make it to a new country is, is to play a little basketball. <laughs> you and I share a love of, of basketball. And, and we found it very helpful when we go to countries and we um, you know, talk about diplomacy by, by basketball. Just tell us a little bit about you know maybe how that originally came about and any story that you might have that you'd like to share about playing basketball somewhere somewhere else in the world? Well, you know, one of the first trips that we did was to uh, Cuba, and I was the first governor to go there after we restored diplomatic relations. Uh, it was an exciting time there, and of course, we want to market our agricultural products to a country that needs our product mm -hmm. uh, there in uh, Cuba. But you know, my staff uh, knew I liked basketball and said, do you want to play a pickup basketball game? That's all we do. We play pickup. Right. And I said, sure. And so uh, I knew I was in trouble, though. They dropped me off at the Cuban National Sports Arena. <laughs> and uh, you and I walked in there, and they had the Cuban national team warming up at both ends of the court. They had referees in uniform, <laughs> and they had the international media there. And I said, it's too late to walk out. <laughs> uh, but uh, we played. Uh, uh, there were uh, three Cubans assigned to our team. We're the two gringos there. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, they bring the ball down. Of course, I turned to the basket to shoot, and I noticed that all five Cuban defenders backed up. <laughs> and I said, you know, it's great to be governor of Arkansas. <laughs> we called a timeout. We said, you can foul. And we had a great game. But what we learned from that is that uh, sports is a good – uh, way to make connections, human connections with uh, other countries. And they appreciated that. And so we've made a, a habit of playing. And uh, so we're international basketball stars now. Uh, we've played in uh, Japan and Germany and Israel. Uh, we've played all over the globe, all pickup basketball. And uh, we haven't got injured, but we've made a lot of friends during that. And it's helped us in our our economic relations as well. We have, and Governor Ruth, again, thank you for that. And we usually leave um, whoever our host country is or host game with a, a signed basketball with a Razorback or a Razorback jersey, so they'll they'll remember something about Arkansas, and I think that always is, is special for folks. 
So, Governor, thank you for your time today, and I'll, I'll, I'll let you, um, you know, have the last word maybe about what do you see for, for the future for Arkansas? Do you see some emerging trends or technologies or industries that, that we need to really focus on coming out of the pandemic and really setting the stage for the next five, ten years in economic development? I feel like we're in a really good position. We've got some areas that we're working on in workforce development through some of our ARP funds. If we can kind of set the stage for what's next, what do you see coming? I see a great opportunity in, in advanced manufacturing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with our steel industry that we have that's uh, the most technologically advanced uh, steel industry in the world. Uh, whenever you look at uh, the start that we have in our aero defense industry, and we see, you look at the supply chain also, we have a supply chain in automobile manufacturing. What we don't have is an OEM or mm-hmm. a manufacturing plant for automobiles or other type of uh, advanced uh, manufacturing. And so I think that's the opportunity for us. Mm -hmm. And because we do have that supply chain here, we've got the experience in it. And our location is fantastic. Yes. Uh, Being in the center of the country where you have access to the Texas market, you got access to the East market. Uh, And the other advantage that we have is that the people of Arkansas were so wonderful and passing issue one, which is an investment in our highway infrastructure. Mm -hmm. And that's another distinguishing point for our recruitment is that not many states have the commitment to maintaining our infrastructure, our bridges and our roads, which is critical for industry coming in, getting it to their market. It's critical for our farmers. It's also critical for our manufacturing. So that's the opportunities that we have. Uh, We're going to grow in technology. We're going to grow in advanced manufacturing. Uh, There's a great opportunity coming out of the pandemic to return more of that from overseas because we see the problems in our supply chain. So great opportunities. We're in perfect position here in Arkansas, and we're going to be knocking on doors. Well, Governor, thank you. And I guess one one last one. I know I said that was the last one, but uh, you've recently been named as the uh, the chair of the Governor's Association. I know that's kind of um, a unique and, and really just a great uh, experience and opportunity for you, but um, it's meant a lot of national exposure. And, and maybe just tell us a little bit about some of the opportunities that you see and uh, how you're able to promote Arkansas uh, through that platform and that title that you now have. Well, it brings a lot of opportunities uh, just to showcase what we're doing. Uh, I was in Denver, and uh, we had a regional meeting of governors, and we showcased Arkansas and what we're doing in computer science and technology uh, uh, growth. Uh, I'm going to have a uh, meeting at the governor's residence uh, later this fall where we're going to uh, talk about coding and what we're doing. and. And the NGA asked if Governor Inslee could uh, join for that from Washington State. So that's the home of Microsoft and Mm -hmm. the fact that they're coming here. Those are the opportunities that come from uh, me being chair of the NGA. And it's a great time for me personally, but it's also a unique opportunity for Arkansas to uh, broadcast a little bit more what we're doing. NGA, the National Governor Association, it's bipartisan And if we need anything in America today, it's that we can work together and governors try to demonstrate that on issues that we can agree upon. And and, uh, we're going to make sure that uh, America sees uh, the work of the governors through the NGA. Well, Governor, thank you for that. And we're all proud as Arkansans that you serve in that role and and represent us so well in that and all the work that you do. So thank you for joining us today. Uh, It's certainly been a pleasure. You've been listening to the Arkansas Inc. podcast. And this is Mike Preston, Secretary of Commerce for the state of Arkansas and Executive Director of the Arkansas Economic Development Commission. 
For more information about AEDC, visit ArkansasEDC.com and connect with us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Governor, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.